There are my shorts. Episode 5-0 oh, in the motherfucking house. Word. You are actually coming out on my track. So now you should get uh, a little less uh, echo. Good. The delay that I was hearing on my voice was actually my voice going through to you and then coming back through your Ooh. channel on on my track. Get the fuck out of my channel. All right. We're, we're on separate sides of the bed now. Good. I hope there's tape down the middle and a blanket and shit. And there's luggage. Luggage? I can't. There was some show that I saw. Fuzzy there. luggage. <laughs> there, there, Keep that on your side of the bed, please. Oh, and now you're way too high. All right. There was some show that I saw, and I can't remember what it was. Like it might have been a WKRP or something like that, where two coworkers, a male and a female, were booked into one room for the night, and so they actually had luggage down the bed. In the, in the middle of the bed Isn't that them. like a, a classic sitcom? I mean, I can think of it in a million sitcoms. Oh, I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, it's like they hang a sheet down the middle or put a line down the middle. It it happens. Oh, it's so done to death. That's maybe true. We, maybe we shouldn't do this scene. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure it's not fuzzy luggage down the middle of the bed. No, I should Because I, I know it's not mine. I know it's not mine either. I don't I don't want to investigate that. <laughs> Does your mom finally have you fixed? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not gonna pursue this this thread of confrontation. <laughs> you can't say luggage without me thinking fuzzy, I'm sorry. Yeah. Although it ain't always fuzzy. Well, I really don't need to know that. Either way. <laughs> Pure Samsonite. Yes. <laughs> oh, is it a carry-on? <laughs> or do you, do you have to check it? <laughs> that, oh my god. The, I, that brings back the weirdest flashback. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but sometimes... Uh, way later in life as an adult something will trigger a memory of something one of your parents used to make a joke about that was dirty that you wouldn't have understood as a kid and later when it pops into your head you realize how filthy it was and it just completely fucks you up oh, I don't have memories I like that I okay well yeah I guess your parents were prim and proper but yeah, you've met my father um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I grew up well, in the uh, the uh, Cleaver household. Yes, so. in comparison, definitely. Well, you, you know the uh, this this was triggered by the technical difficulties in our last episode when I said, "Can we put in like some kind of old throwback technical difficulties thing?" Right. I had this memory of when the TV used to say, do not adjust your set. Yes. My dad 
Oh, I think I know where this is going. I know. And I can't remember his response to it, but it was always the same. And my mother would make that, oh, Don sound, right? I can't remember his exact words, but it was basically to the effect of, why the hell not? They're my set. I can do what I want with them. Right? <laughs> but it was just... Ew, ew. <laughs> my father's playing with his balls. I don't need, I don't need to know that. <laughs> it also reminded me of the whole like TV set thing that nobody, nobody calls their TV a TV set anymore and I never understood why the hell it was called a set it's not a pair no I, I can't I can't imagine why it was called although well you I don't know a radio set but why is it a, set? a stereo set I don't know it's like was it originally in a box with all these kinds of pieces that would make sense if it, you know it, like it, a chemistry set <clears throat> If there were, like, different components, it makes far more sense to call a modern stereo a stereo set because generally the pieces are separate. I what, don't... What else fit that category, though? I don't remember anyone saying radio set. I but you're I've... older than me. <laughs> yes, I but remember. Yeah, but... <laughs> back, back when we were sitting by the radio during the Blitzkrieg, um, mm-hmm. we called it a radio set. <laughs> And we liked it like that. <laughs> and we gathered round the radio set. It's, yes, your childhood memories are slightly different from mine. What else is called a set that really shouldn't be? I don't know. Because maybe was, it was just sort of a lingo of the time. Uh, I was thinking of a, a pair of pants, but that actually has an origin. Because yes, originally but, pants weren't connected. Okay, but pair of panties doesn't make sense at all. No. Panty, panties never came into pieces. <laughs> well, I mean, I have a pair well, that do that. Maybe, yeah. Well, those those are specialty items now, but um, maybe they did actually originally. Pair of panties used yeah, well, to come in two halves. No, well, traditional modern panties, no. Just like modern pants, or well, pants or or, are- or for our English listeners, trousers. Right, because pants are panties. Yes. Teeny, tiny pants. (laughs) You wouldn't say a pair of thong. (laughs) It's confusing, man. Anyway, chemistry set makes sense to me. It's like, it's a set. It's, you know. But I know there are other things like that where it's a box of stuff, so you call it a set. Yes. But TV set doesn't make any sense. It's not like it came in pieces that your parents had to put together. No, unless it was a crystal radio set. I don't know what that is. Is that... It's like a chemistry set, except it's a radio set. You put it together, you used to buy them at Radio Shack. That sounds like a really geeky toy. It's like a science project kind of thing. I I don't think they sell them anymore. Did you have one? I think that maybe an older sibling had one. We also had a chemistry set and didn't do anything with that. Although I used to, um, when I was about 10, I decided that I was Peter Parker and that I'd make, uh, you know, the web for Spider-Man, but it, I I failed. Out of what? I don't know. Everything in the chemistry set? How do you make a fucking web out of a chemistry set? 
Well, apparently you Why don't. Why don't you just because it's fiction. collect spiders or something? Well, in Spider-Man... Spider-Man had a great ass in that cartoon. <laughs> I'm serious. Bunzo Steel. Yeah, he had a fabulous ass. I think he even might have had a bit of a package, but I can't be certain. <laughs> I'm going to need another drink soon, and I had a pint glass. We just started. I know. Anyway. Anyway. Sets and stuff and what and Sets and stuff and, and what. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts. With Preston Buttons and the word whore. I'm Preston Buttons. And the word whore. And, um, yeah, this is our one-year anniversary and our 50th episode. Coincidentally. And... Don't you think that's weird? How did we manage to do exactly 50 episodes in a year? Um, because Was that planned? Because there's 52 weeks and we don't record quite once a week. So, Actually, I've noticed that, that a few other people have had the same anniversary because they started oh, okay. around the same time as we did. So in the last couple of weeks or so, um, there's a few 50th yeah, actually, episodes that have fallen 50, in the year. 50 does seem uh, like a common benchmark at the moment yeah. among the shows that I listen to. Yep. Yep. So, I just can't fucking believe we've been doing this for a fucking solid year. I know. And it's a, rid- ridiculous. An idea that was only intended to last for about a month or two. And what have we made? $40? I think it went up to 70. How yeah. many? It's what? like it's like a dollar 10 uh, a week. Excellent. <laughs> In the Depression, we'd be doing kick-ass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'd own our own land. <laughs> Fuck, that sucks ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, it really does. It's amazing that we can both sound so chipper and cheerful <laughs> in know. such destitute circumstances. I know. My life is in the toilet right now. I, I mean, my life we, is always in the toilet, but it's even, like, farther down the... It's in the U-bend right now. Yeah. Um... But I know, I'm but still jovial. I, oh, we have to just plow through. We can't talk about such things. Yes, I know. Got to keep up that that brave face, that that showbiz face. Keep a stiff upper lip. The show must go on. Yes. And in celebration of our fiftieth episode slash one year anniversary, I am for the first time ever, even though I may have pretended before. <laughs> I am actually podcasting in my underwear, uh, in my sh- in my shorts. You mean you were lying before? Have I lied about that before? I've made jokes about that I could podcast naked, but I haven't actually sa- announced I've, you know. Oh. I just said, since we're in different locations, I could podcast naked. Uh-huh. You know, but because when you finally got your fucking ass around to setting a time to record which was literally 10 minutes before we started recording this i was in bed ah so i was in my underwear and and just a note that it is saturday night at uh at no no almost midnight (laughs) okay i'm cutting that out (laughs) fuck you you can tell what kind of lies we have shut up I can't go out every fucking night of the week. (laughs) I'm cutting that out. 
<laughs> they don't need to know. <sighs> but it just gives them reassurance. No, hey, it doesn't. You know, my favorite celebrity sometimes stays <laughs> home on a Saturday night. I'm cutting that out too. <laughs> We're not fucking celebrities. You dumbass. <laughs> Speaking of celebrities, it's been a, a really, really long time since I've done this, and I know you hate when I do this, but it's in the drinking game, and I feel like I've been robbing people of this little delight. I've reached an all-time low with my uh, ongoing inappropriate celebrity infatuations. Oh, yes. <clears throat> I, I have officially disgusted myself on this one. <laughs> and you've gone pretty low before. I know I have. Okay, this is bad. This is bad. I don't even know what to do with this. I don't know where to put this. I've developed a completely unnatural sexual fantasy obsession with the um, Geico Gecko. <laughs> that, you know, that... I'm not kidding. That's, that's not star-fucking. That's uh, bestiality. Kinda, yeah, and not even, I mean, it's like an animation, right? It's not even real. Yeah, it's, it's not a real, it's a, a computer-generated animal with a mockney but, accent. But since they changed the voiceover, I, I'm hugely sexually attracted to the gecko. <laughs> Why? Who's doing the voiceover? Maybe I should be finding that out. Who does I, the... I don't know. Changed... You know, I didn't notice the, the change because I... No, they changed it. Yeah. It didn't have an accent before, and I never I never had any gecko fetish no, before. No, it wasn't... But wasn't... Wasn't he an English gecko before? But no. Like, oh, really? No, the new voice is, is British. I know, I know. I thought... <clears throat> now, the thing is, is that I... It's I've only sexy seen the, as hell. I've only seen the uh, the the pseudo British uh, one. Now, I swear the gecko had a different voice before, and he I, was doing nothing for me. So I, this is obviously not a visual problem. No, I know he did have a different voice only because he came up in conversation relatively recently. Are you serious? Yeah. With whom? Uh, I'm not sure. I actually, I was kind of eavesdropping. I wasn't part of it, but. But they did mention that it was a different well, voice a before. Shocker. It's my simple pleasure. Yes. Um, but I actually meant the part that you weren't included, but <laughs> not the eavesdropping. Oh. Yes. Poor Buttons, always on the other side looking in. That's right. Hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> guys? Ah. Uh. Of course I'll sit with your kids. You're like a brother to me. I am totally and completely on his dick. <laughs> What's that from? That's a Ice-T oh, original gangster. I fucking love that clip. I would love to hear that again. Uh, I think I've... I am totally and completely got it in my on library. his dick. That was brilliant. That was fucking great. It really was. <laughs> I don't even remember what song it led into, but that that it came right after "Home of the Body Bag" and led into, 
Yeah, okay, motherfucker. Ice tea, nineteen ninety one, fool. <laughs> you should have killed me last year. Yes, I must have been five when that came Once out. again, I'm back in the place <laughs> to be. The I, the C, or I can't even. See. Oh yeah, oh no, I was right. The I, the C, the E, the T. Are you sure that's the song it led up to? Absolutely positive. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's a fuck. I love it's Dice a classic tea. album. I saw him at um, when that album came out. I saw him at Lollapalooza. Oh, when you were five? Yes, when I was five. <laughs> My parents were very inappropriate, as I said. Um, <laughs> I was not five. You. I think our listeners have begun to sort of suss out my age from a few other yes, references. You saw him at Lollapalooza, and he would have been doing Body Count. He was doing Body Count. It was fucking awesome. Uh, I'm more familiar with the Body Count song on the OG album. Yeah, me too. And the musicianship is is less than stellar, and so is the sound quality. Are you going to get all blah, blah, musician blah on us? Not anymore. We should read a story. We should read a story. Okay. So, we do have a story tonight. Woohoo! Um, by are you pu- are you pulling it or am I? I I pull it. I'm always pulling it. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. And thank God I'm not in the room. I'm pulling it right now. It's a good good thing it's a hands free setup. Um, we do have a story from a podcast celebrity. <gasps> I'm excited. Uh. I'm so fucking excited. We have a we, yeah. Well, you might not be after you read the story. <laughs> um, we have a story from uh, uh, Mr. Polly B. Edwards from the Punky Podcast, Ooh. who also has a killer fucking sexy British accent. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, you're all up in it too, aren't you? It it, it keeps me awake at night. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm sure he'll be thrilled. <laughs> yes. I, I keep playing the, the punky clip over and over again where where he's saying, yeah, press the buttons is a fucking idiot. <laughs> that gets you off. <laughs> yeah, you know, talk dirty to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we have a, a story from, uh, from Polly from Punky Radio called Tempting the Nerd. And please listen to their show. It's fab, fab, fucking fabulous. What? It's, it rocks. <laughs> it punks. It doesn't rock, does it? What does it do? Give me some punk-like thing to say. It punk rocks? No, that's gay. It's, um... It's good. <laughs> it's good. It smashes your arsehole. <laughs> yeah, sure. If that's good, then okay. It doesn't suck. Yeah, we should get into the story because I'm going to need another drink soon. Me too. And I have to pee also. And I can't believe it. Why can't I make it through? I don't know. But, you know, you always have to pee just when we we're sh- about to read a story. It's like the benchmark. I know. Well, let's do the story. Okay. Tempting the Nerd by Paul B. 
Edwards. He pulled his ergonomically perfect ultimate super recliner office boy deluxe trademark chair away from his state-of-the-art hyper laptop workstation and walked unched and embarrassed into the bathroom. I cannot let you continue yeah. <laughs> with that shitty accent. Yet another early morning start. No, no, Yet another stop. disappointing client. <laughs> I need you to stop. He's going to repeat a fucking pieces. Read it, read it just properly in your bad Canadian accent. Please. No. Yes. No. Come on. <laughs> I don't like it when they make fun of us. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's good press. You're a twat. <laughs> Why do you have to live up to their twat expectations? <laughs> uh, I just want to please. Yet another early morning start. Yet another early... <laughs> no, I can't do it. Yet another early morning you start. You never could. I know. Yet another disappointing climax. The brown water spat from a Victorian tap, and he cursed both 19th century plumbing and his inability to telephone a plumber. Why aren't more of them online? He thought to himself, and he cleaned the seminal residue from his stomach before pulling his trousers up and walking down the bare wood stairs and into the kitchen. Every creak from every step was a sad reminder of his increasing withdrawal from the reality of daily life. He took the remaining tea bag from the jar, boiled the kettle, ignored the fact that the milk was moody, Moody? His milk was grumpy? <laughs> Does that mean it was off? Could be. Okay. Ignored the fact that the milk was moody and stirred his drink with a dirty spoon. Supposedly, he was an IT consultant. But oh, since going self <laughs> I'm begging you. I can't. I'm I begging can't. you. I'm sorry. It sucks ass. I know it does. You're embarrassing yourself. And that's my job. Oh, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, you're learning. <laughs> Follow my lead. Okay, fine. Supposedly, he was an IT consultant. But since going self-employed, he had received little work. And the few appointments he had procured had failed to result in further meetings. The credit card statement reflecting the huge bill for the recently acquired recliner remained unopened in the darkened hallway. He returned to the workstation, sat the tea in its specially designed drinks holder, and clicked on his Hotmail account. In amongst the usual porno spam and African scams, one new message in his inbox caught his eye. It was simply titled, I want you. He opened it. Hello there. I know who you are. It began. He sat a little more upright and read on. It's taken me the longest time to track down your email address, but now that I have it, I can ask you, where do you live? I am recently divorced and lonely. I want you. 
I need you. And I know you want me to. Send me your address, and I'll visit you. It was signed with a simple lowercase X. He had read enough online articles to know that he shouldn't give out any personal information to anyone he wasn't sure about. But his self-confidence and desperation were such that he was willing to clutch at the tiniest of straws. He hit reply, gave his address, and hit send. Took a sip of his tea, gagged, and spat it all over the laptop. There was a whirring sound, a beep, and then nothing. He was offline. Can I just take a moment to say that Polly B. writes lovely, <laughs> loverly. He does. So far, so good. Except you it's missed lovely. a word. It's it's smooth and it's fluid and it's it's lovely and it's not. There's not a goddamn thing wrong with it. Blah blah blah. Uh, I'm not just kissing his ass. Of course I, you like, are. <laughs> it's lovely. He has a, a wonderful style. It's very readable. Frantically, and hot he tried and to read. <laughs> and I'm touching myself. <laughs> Maybe podcasting in my underwear is not a good idea. <laughs> Frantically, he tried to reboot, turn the power on and off, took the leads out, put them back. Nothing. Are you fucking kidding me? The computer was dead, and he had no way of checking the online warranty. He went back downstairs into the lounge. It stank of everything and nothing in particular. You're killing me, man. <laughs> it was pure genuine, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking great. Someone's addressed in all my knee. <laughs> now, I don't know why it just popped into my head, but you know Cool for Cats by Squeeze? No. no. Yes. No. Yes, I do. I've got that stuck in my head now. The Indians send signals from the rocks above the grass. Hey, I do know that song. Give me a little more of it. Ah, I don't know the words. The so? Indians send signals from the rocks above the grass. Um, I don't know where we left off, and you know what? What's really weird is usually I'm kind of following the storyline, but I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Excellent. He sat and down. I, what? I do, I do fucking have to pee. I'm sorry, but you wouldn't let me go before we started the fucking story. So give me a break, and you read the next paragraph, and I will run and pee as fast as a racehorse. Like well, you a better, racehorse. because I'm running out of a drink, so... Blah, blah, so am I. Shut up. Okay, go. Fucking, fucking read already. Go. Bye. He sat down. There was a knock at the door. He stood bolt upright. Surely whoever it was who had sent him the email could not already be calling. He had never met his neighbors, didn't have any friends, and certainly wasn't expecting anyone else. He took the latch off the door and opened it. And there she stood. A little shorter than him, blonde, attractive, shapely, and alluring. She was wearing kitten heels, kitten blood, 
and her makeup reminded him of a porn star he had viewed repeatedly online at one of the many retro sites he preferred. She was nothing short of stunning. You're back. Oh, it's you. It's really you. She gasped. I didn't gasp that. Hold on. I'm tangled up in the cord at the moment. Oh, it's you. It's really you. She gasped. She flung her arms around him, pushing him back into the hallway and closing the door with one of those kitten heels. Kittenbug. Her lips closing on his, her breasts heaving with delight, and her skirt riding up as she wrapped her right leg around his waist. She felt down to his crotch and fumbled with his fly. It unzipped without a struggle. I hate when flies put up a struggle. <laughs> it unzipped without a struggle, and his beltless slacks dropped a little. Do you think that's careened? I don't know. It could be slang. I don't know. Really? Careered? <laughs> Maybe that's the way they say careened. Yes, okay. They careered into the lounge. And fell onto the sofa. Still in shock, he watched her remove her blouse and unclasp her bra to reveal her naked breasts. Ooh. Her skirt dropped to the floor. She was wearing black hold-up stockings and was unencumbered by underwear. Her neatly trimmed sex glistened with excitement. Ding! How Victorian. Mm -hmm. This should have been the most intense moment of his life. But then, reality hits. He didn't Did find him, right? <laughs> Wait a second. Did you actually do the, like... Superhero tooth shine glean for the glistening <laughs> sex? Yes, I did. <laughs> I thought I heard it and I thought I imagined it. And it's then, the vertical it, smile. It's actually, it's a really good picture. It's too bad you can't, you know, have those sparkles installed. <laughs> it would really freak people out. We well, could always put like sparkly gel on it, that would be interesting. Yeah, I don't think it would still make that noise, though. You want it to make the noise. <laughs> he didn't find her the least bit attractive. She wasn't airbrushed to perfection. She didn't have a huge cock to match those beautiful breasts. Good there wasn't God. a donkey in the room with them. And where was the cheesy funk music? What the hell's going on? You missed a paragraph. Apparently. He pushed her away. She sobbed as the realization hit that he was incapable of returning her love. She dressed, catching her breath with every blouse button, readjusted her skirt, whimpered, Goodbye. And left. He climbed the stairway once more, every creak a reminder of his inability to cope with reality. <laughs> yeah, talk about a cross-blend. 
Now Start I'm, that again. Now I'm thinking about uh, Tony's uh, accent. Who? Tony Hearn. Oh, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the other one. He never pays attention to me. I have to make fun of him somehow. He climbed the stairway once more. He Every doesn't creak like a reminder me. of his inability to cope with reality. He walked towards his ergonomically perfect ultimate super recliner office boy deluxe chair, sat down, hit on the button on his laptop, it fizzled back to life. And he settled down for another wank. I am so confused. What happened in the paragraph that I missed? That was tempting the nerd by Paul B. Edwards. Um, what did I miss? Um, well, nothing really, but it was it was about he was talking about the porn that he watched, and so. Uh, and it was about donkeys and cheesy funk. Well, that's the punchline. That she didn't live up to the expectations. The porn that he was looking at wasn't uh, just some chick. It was all this other stuff. Okay, so I missed the whole point of the story by leaving for one paragraph. Apparently, yes. Well, that just about sums it up. That's perfect. <laughs> That's just fucking perfect. That's what I wanted. <laughs> that is what you wanted? No, I'm joking. Just so that I have to again look stupid and go, huh, I don't get it? No, no, Not actually right. it's a reference to something else that I couldn't bother be explaining couldn't bother to explain right now. Some geek thing from your secret other realm and your fucking 12-sided die and all that shit? No, actually from another podcast. Can you believe that that the backlash of the, the food sex with John and Scott thing actually made me feel fucking dirty? I uh, felt dirty. It takes a... You know it takes a lot. I mean, at first I was tickled that they mentioned us and then, and then it got like really intensely personal my face got all hot and I was blushing when they were they're describing the room and the and the naked and the and the hot and gooey pie on my six pack and the 48 hour hungry pilgrimage to the word horse spread I was I was getting sort of <laughs> well if you live in a slag house don't be throwing the pie huh what, you think I just walked in? <laughs> Come on, that was a little intense. I, they didn't need to describe me lying on the floor in front of a door naked with a pizza on my... That's the first I've ever been naked on a podcast. <laughs> Sounds like a, a dream to, to most guys, I'm sure. Oh, there was I this just, naked I, chick with a piece of pizza on her stomach. It is. I think it's like I can, I can so dish all it out. You, all you, all I can dish it out, but I can't take it. <laughs> it was too much. You just need a TV you know? in the room as well. For what? Yeah, to watch porn or the game or something. It's, a, the, it's the trifecta. It's. A, I don't know if porn would be the pizza, third dish. Pizza, whore, and a TV. See, I'd, I'd go for the beer. I would add the beer. I think they were sorely missing the beer. Yeah, I think you, know, you it, it, usually bring the, the beer with you, though. Right. So, yeah, if you're choosing between the meat and the pizza and the beer, 
I, I, I'm afraid I'd, I'd be low on the list. <laughs> Which is okay, I can wait. Because I like pizza and beer also. Mm. I could drink the beer while he ate the pizza and then, you know, whatever's left. Hey, this is Michael, also known as Sir Michael, to those of you who were listening to the earlier episodes. And I just wanted to call and say that I've been an avid listener ever since probably about episode 10 or 11, I believe. And for some reason, I am just totally addicted to this show, and I have been listening to it ever since. And even when other podcasts I used to listen to eventually faded out and I did stop bothering, this one I still anticipated and still kept coming back to. So I don't know what it is about Bucks and the World War, but hey, they keep me around. Anyways, have fun. Hi, Buttons and the Whore. This is Dan. Uh, I haven't contacted that of you for a while as we have moved to beautiful Victoria. I just wanted to say congratulations on making a year. Buttons, who would have believed you'd spend a whole year with the Whore and not come away with some deadly disease? Congratulations on that. Uh, I've enjoyed your show. Keep up the good work, and I will hopefully hear many more episodes, maybe even one a week in the future. Goodbye. And it's James, pizza driver for the Inebriated down in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Just finished listening to uh, Chuckles Mulrooney, attorney for the damned on the skate pod. We did an outstanding reading of it. I'm glad that Steve got back to you after you mentioned your last show that he had kind of snubbed you. He was just actually, it seems like he was just actually looking for the perfect, uh, perfect story for you to read. Good job. I'm going to continue listening to both of you. Have a good night. Bye. Hello, Preston and the Word Whore. This is Just a Joe calling from Parts Unknown to congratulate you on your 50th episode. I heard my first episode just a few weeks ago and immediately had to start back and air out my shorts number one and listen to all of them. I simply couldn't stop listening. It, I was held with the same sort of fascination that makes you slow down and gawk when you pass by one of those horrible, grinding wrecks that occur on the interstate. You don't want to look, but you just can't help yourself. Anyway, I hope you don't let your critics and impending liver failure get in the way of what you're doing. I, for one, plan on listening until you two self-destruct, which could be at any moment now, but I guess waiting for that's half the fun. Keep it up. Give me just a quick recap on the fucking Polly B story. It's like an anti-climax. I was looking so forward to pulling it out of the bag. A guy has been uh, jerking off to his uh, computer and his fantasies um, with uh, the women involved in the porn that he's been watching. And when this woman sends him a note and he says, yes, come over, she comes over and he can't get off because the porn that he's actually been watching involves animals and other stuff and whatnot. Oh. Is this all like a precursor to how disappointed he's going to be when he meets me in person? Uh, probably. Cool. It's art imitating life. Yes. Imitating art. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I get it. I know it's going to be an anticlimactic meeting. (laughs) 
I'm trying to unsake myself up for it now. Yeah. You know, it's like it's the same thing. If I get ex- all excited about the food sex with um, with the total talk nonsense guys, I know I'll be disappointed when the actual pepperonis being nipped mm. out of my belly button. Yeah, well. And I'm also thinking that could lead to th- third degree burns or something. That could be ugly. It's always the if, cheese that does you in. Yeah, like that could be hot and not in a hot way. See what I'm saying? <laughs> happy happy 50th episode yeah. buttons. Um, I know we I know we had big ideas about making this extra special, but it's just an episode. <laughs> yep. As it turns out, we had to turn this motherfucker out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> for a whole fucking year. <laughs> Go to theitspot.com. There you'll uh, find uh, links to all kinds of good stuff. Most specifically, things that you could donate in celebration of our one-year anniversary slash 50th episode. That would be really, really nice. That's right. We've given you a year of our lives. You can buy us a beer. <laughs> and please do. We're running out. Hell yeah. Go to Podcast Alley, subscribe and review us on iTunes. You can uh, talk to us at the uh, com slash forums and download our drinking game. And, of course, we have the ubiquitous MySpace uh, uh, space. At myspace.com. Yeah. <laughs> $10 word. Myspace.com slash air my shorts. Yeah. It's been a blast. It's been good. It's been real. <laughs> yeah. You're my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Keep the porch light burning. Because we're coming over for a drink. I feel all warm and fuzzy. You've been so good to us. <laughs> you make every day a special day just by being you. This is Preston Buttons. And the word whore. Signing off. Good night, motherfuckers! Air my shorts 2006, fool. Mm. Dig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That was the plateau of uncool. (laughs) You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Told you, should have killed me last year.